pour yourself a drink. It's time for your favorite podcast. We are going to get truly honest. Nailed it! <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, hey. Everyone. So, as you can see, we have a, a different person on this week. Um, we have our friend Mason, who is joining us, who... Um, has just started becoming a new listener. So we're really excited to have him. And he is going to give us some male perspective on some things because you guys have only heard from the females for um, about 30 episodes now. So. Oh my God, we have 30 episodes? Yeah. <sighs> Maybe hey, 29. Well, we done that but we have a lot of episodes. That's exciting. <laughs> so Mason, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm from West Virginia. Um, I'm a Navy veteran. I uh, served five years. Um, been to about eight different countries. Um, I just graduated my master's last year, uh, so I've been a therapist for a little bit. And then you know? now, thank you, thank you. And then now, I am a discharge planner at a big hospital in West Virginia. I grew up with um, Alyssa's uh, husband. Uh, since we're like 13, 14 years old, we played football together. And yeah. All right, Mason, I have two questions. Mm-hmm. I just forgot one of them, so I may come up with it later. First question, <laughs> why do you have an Android? Oh, oh no. that's a really good question. <laughs> I have to tell you guys, planning this episode was miserable because normally we just hop on a FaceTime. And this time we had to create a Zoom link and we had to do all these other things instead of just using our Apple technology. So, yeah, I'm not in the Apple cult. <laughs> it's fair. You're just in the Android cult. Cult. They're both cults. We love cults on this show. It's fine. We do. My, yeah. Oh, my other question, which was not my original second question, but I'm asking anyway. Do you know what Navy stands for? Never again. Volunteer yourself. All right, Mason, you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what uh, Marines stand for? My ass rides in Navy equipment. Yes, there you go. Oh, wow. Army. My, oh, I forget. Forget what Army is. Aren't, aren't really Marines yet? Yeah. Ah. And Air Force is a really, really long one that I won't get into, but my grandpa has been telling me those my entire life. Oh, awesome. Was your grandfather in the military? He was in Navy. Yes. World War II, and then my brother was in the Army, and that was a source of contention for like a week. Oh, okay. A whole week. <laughs> well, we only ever see my grandpa every so often. But I did wear an army sweatshirt to, because I got an army sweatshirt when we went to go visit my brother at basic family day, blah, 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 because that's the thing. And I, like, brought it with me because it was winter time and Christmas, and I, like, wore my army sweatshirt. And my grandpa has only ever been upset with me twice in my life, and this was the second time. The first time, I think he thought I said something and I didn't say something. But the second time, he was like, take that off in this house and I was like oh and I like looked down and I was like sorry pa and I like ran upstairs yeah it's a big rival <laughs> it, is. it is I'll harass you with more questions later sounds good well normally we start off by talking about how our week was so how was your week Mace did you do anything interesting fun um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I recently, like I said, recently was doing therapy work. Um, just recently got my, uh, my license. So to do like bill for more serious therapy, but actually just got offered, like I said, I got offered a job at a big hospital in West Virginia. And, um, so I'm doing a whole different route now and I'm going through the whole hiring process and getting your background and all that. And the background check has been like a nightmare. Like usually, you know, old jobs, you get that background check and, they uh, just take care of it. I've had the background check people call me or send me emails about questions. Like, I don't know if I'm doing the background check or they are. It's been a headache. So just to clarify, you are not in therapy. You are the therapist. Yes, yes, yes. I, yes, I was the therapist uh, for the last like six months. And then um, I needed a, a different license and I was struggling with the test. Like the test was a headache and I missed it by two questions last time. And then I took it, I stepped down from work to concentrate on the test. I nailed the test and then just took a job doing a different position. Nice. That's exciting. I just wanted to clarify for anybody that was listening. Um, I don't poo-poo therapy. I think therapy is great. I also wanted to be a therapist, but I did not want to go into debt. 
So yes. I didn't become a therapist. Yes. And see, um, I, uh, I have my, like, I have my master's in my, and, and it's in social work. So I, I can be different kinds of therapists in social work. Well, I have my bachelor's in psychology and this was something I never thought I would see myself doing. You know, when I got out of the Navy, I worked a bunch of hard labor jobs, gas and oil business. I've been a truck driver for a class A license, driving trucks in California. Um, I've done everything from inventory manager, everything. So this is my first in office job, but I like it because when I was in the Navy, I was on a ship with 4,400 people. And so I know I had to learn everybody's culture bias, everything like that. I feel like this helps me meet my patients or my clients where they're at and to develop rapport really easily. So, yeah. Good for you. Awesome. Thank you. Melissa, how was your week? It was good. Um, what did I even do? I don't, I don't think I, I don't did know. much I didn't this get to week. See you. Yeah, I didn't go camping last weekend, so not a lot to report. What about you? Um, Saturday... I was a homemaking champ. Things okay. were cleaned. Laundry was done in full. I don't know. I was just a homemaking champ. Um, went grocery shopping. Just did everything. Um, Sunday, we went and got our wedding bands. Because oh, my engagement ring was not a set. It is Dan's grandmother's engagement ring. That I got. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. His grandpa. Oh. So his grandmother passed away. And his grandfather took the rings off. So that she wasn't buried with them. So that he could repurpose them for whatever it was. And he wanted Dan to give me the engagement ring. So we went and played with a bunch of bands. And found a band that um, I would like to pair with it. That he also felt comparable. And then he picked out his wedding band. And hasn't taken off since. Because he got to walk out of the store with his. So mm. I like to do this clanking thing. I don't know <laughs> if you could hear that, but I enjoy clanking things with my ring. So um, now he does it all around the house. So that was the exciting thing that we did. Awesome. That is exciting. Yeah. All right. So should we start interrogating Mason? <laughs> yeah. And the first thing I have to say is that Mason really committed to this because he went out and bought seltzers which is something that he does not drink and what kind <laughs> there's so many <laughs> options we need to know he bought the worst west virginia one the bud light seltzer poor form and then he you should have saw his face when he first sipped it it was really hilarious i wish you all could have seen it because the one in the orange can isn't good. The lemonade is decent. I'm getting like hand signals over here, like Morse coding it for seltzers and the lime. Okay. He says, this don't taste like lime. It tastes like someone drank TV static and then yelled <laughs> lime across the room. So guys, now that Lissa is talking to her friend from West Virginia, her West Virginia accent is going to come out. So when you can't understand <laughs> either of them, turn to me. Y'all talked about that before. Like how sometimes <laughs> like I I get this like accent and I can't turn it on and I can't turn it off. It's just like it comes and it goes. Dan will say that that happens to me when I'm on a rant. He's like, you sound real Southern when you're on a rant. It just happens, you know, <laughs> like you say certain words a certain way. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So Mason, you are 32, right? Correct. 32. And a, dude. And a man and single. So... Yep. We Lady. <laughs> yes, if you're interested in Mason, please just hit us up on our Instagram at truly underscore honest KL. Send us a direct message. First, so um, dodo. We'll post hey, this hey. photo too, so that way you can see what it looks like. Yep. But we need to hear about like dating stories. Like, what is it like being a single man right now? It is very brutal. Very brutal. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, uh, I really have, I can't stand dating apps anymore. <laughs> the dating apps are very brutal. And um, I think it's a lot harder these days because when you're on those dating apps, um, they have like a stigma where girls think that guys are just on there for a booty call because of, you know, a 10 out tender was. So they're very, I feel like their girls are very standoffish and defensive at first. 
and they're looking for that woo factor of like, you have to say something that's going to that they've never heard of and throw them off so they get engaged into the conversation. So, ah, so it's like why don't so you get saturated. on Bumble? I I I use uh, Hinge once in a while. Have you heard of Hinge? Yeah. And it's brutal. Like it's the the dating pool. Like um, I don't want to sound shallow. It's just really, really, really bad. If you sound shallow. It's fine. You are also I, on dating apps in West Virginia. Like I want to point that out. It's a smaller area. Like I feel like you might have more success. Like in a bigger area. I, I get a lot of uh, I actually get a lot of girls like that are like 60, 70 miles away from me in like Pittsburgh. I thought you were gonna say sixty to seventy years old. It's just it's just comical to like how what you know what, what they say on their profile. Like you see like just the most random things that I don't think I'd put out there until I got to know somebody. You know, we need Specific. examples. Yes. Um I see a lot of like if you like Trump, then don't don't match with me. Or if you aren't with the BLM, then don't match with me. Or um, the very like uh, political statements. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying I feel like you should get to know somebody. And my thing is, vice versa. You know, um, if you have a different views than me, I can still respect you. I can still date you. You know what I mean? And that's what makes us different as a human being. So. Yeah. I think that, you know, I'd rather us be different than us be a robot and be exactly the same. I, I have people that I don't agree with on anything on politics, but I keep them on my social media because actually keeps, I feel like it keeps me smarter because I can still see what they're saying and, you know, check, double check stuff that I believe in. That's, yeah. a, good, that's a good thought process. Yeah. Now, I, I totally understand where like certain things that are just very divisive in general. Um, but I listen, I mentioned on like one of our first podcasts, that if somebody has a fish pick, we would swipe left. Okay. Okay. So, like, what do you have like a deal breaker? Like, I don't know what a girl could post that would automatically equate to like a dude posting a fish. Yeah. I, I seen a I seen a girl today that had that sent me a message because I I don't check it like I don't I don't leave my notifications off so that way that's first I'm time not... got to keep that on. Time yeah. Limit. Yeah. <laughs> gotta be quick with the response. She's busy. fishing just like you. Well, see, I did that it's at first. It's good to be busy. Was, you can't be thirsty. I see. I did, I did that at first because I was studying for that test, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to get wrapped up in something, and then I'm not going to focus on the test. Career oriented. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, I seen a girl send me a message today, and one of her pictures, she had a picture with her and seven dudes. Is that a swipe left? That's a turn off. Yeah, swipe left. Is, oh. No, right. Yeah, no. Swipe right is good. Swipe left is bad. And swipe left. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't match with her. No. That's a fish pick. Yeah, that's a fish pick. Okay. Okay. Now, if it's your family, I understand that. I had no problem with family, but they weren't family. It was really weird. You know, they were all like, it was a bonfire. They were drinking, and like, it was just wasn't. I don't know if it was supposed to be like a silly picture, but like, I don't know. I I I feel like also is I don't like when girls. I know I don't like when girls post a bunch of pictures and they're with a bunch of girls constantly in all the pictures. I want to see just you. You know what I mean? So group photos are universal then because we've yes. talked about that before. Like, we don't know if you're the ugly friend. We don't know if you're this friend. Like, we exactly. don't know which friend we're getting. So on girls, like, that's an issue too. Exactly. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. I like that. I, I think as a guy that I only, I, I'll have like, I try to like do it like, you know, one group photo. Then like one photo of me like you know having fun, and then like one photo of me and the dogs. Like I try to mix it up. I don't try to have consistently just me, 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 me. Like you know. You cannot have your lead photo be the one with the dog. Okay. And Why? I say that because you're because you're gonna get thirst trapped by some dirty dum dum. <laughs> A girl will swipe right just because of the dog. You have to make that your third photo. That can't be the first photo you see. That was my husband's first photo, him and his dog. Well, I guess if you want to get married, yes. Yeah. Well, Dan well, was in a group photo, but then he was in a photo by himself, and there was a beard. Yeah, see. He just I, got home, so I'm just bringing up our our thing. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I, what's up? <laughs> we have a little guest on our Zoom real fast. Sorry, yeah. everyone. So, Pause that. Dan, Dan popped his head in. I want to know, like, I guess, 
what does a man think is a bad date? Because I know what women think means like equals a bad date. Like, what would you consider that to be? I'd say this, what this reminds me of is when I was living in California, I um, was going on a date with a, with a girl and I'd say she probably checked her phone every two minutes. That's Mm, a definitely turn off. Yeah. That's a, that's a definite turn off that. And like going really fast into the talking by your exes. It's fair. Oh yeah. I, okay, I, go, go keep going. Yeah, you go first. No, no I understand. I had no problem later down the road, like talking and venting, like sharing like scary stories about your exes. But there's a limit, and then if you keep on talking about someone for so long, it's going to look like you know you're still attached or you have baggage. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a first date, that's a bit much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so I have a question. Since you've lived on the West Coast and on the East Coast. Are there an actual difference between girls? Yes, because we've asked this before about men. So, what do you think? I think so. I, I think I think the West Coast is a was really you know what I mean can be different with culturally. Like you know, a lot of people are more active in the West Coast, and I think I mean it's my opinion because the weather's better first of all. So there's no seasonal depression. So everybody's always outside. I but also I feel as if you know there's such a larger population, obviously. So you have like a chance no matter what, but what sucks also on the West coast, what I figured out is trying to talk to a girl that you're not in her friend group. And that's what makes it rough. I feel like it's hard to meet a girl when you're not in the friend group and she don't know you, or if you're an outsider there. So Mm. I had that problem when I was there, but I mean, I always. Like the circles are harder to infiltrate. Yes. Yes. Now, now I, I I always had friends that would introduce me to their friends. That's how it worked. But if you're totally outsider, and you're trying to get in, and I feel like that was really, really difficult. But like, um, I just feel it's different. It's different. West Coast is really different, you know, because the traffic there is horrible. First of all, so Pittsburgh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I feel I feel like a lot of people in California are moody because of traffic. Like they don't, you know, they won't even offer to hold the door for you, or they're not polite. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I feel like in, in California, you had to try a little harder, maybe, for girls. That's about it. So, are the girls in California more superficial than the girls on the East Coast? Yes, yes. Ah! It's been said. All right, I just needed it confirmed. Yeah, that, it's definitely, it's it's definitely, like, I, at the apartment complex we lived at, the thing was, everybody went outside to the hot tub at nighttime and drank a couple beers and, and chilled. And um, I feel like, you know, when they're born and raised in, in the West Coast, yes. But then you also you have girls that, you know, have moved because of military or because of families or stuff like that. And I feel like they stick out, you know, so. That makes sense. They don't have any, you can see plastic surgery, not plastic surgery. I think so, yeah. Once, when you're there long enough, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is, all right, let's see. Okay, how do you feel about filters on dating apps on girls? I don't mind like one, one, maybe two, you know what I mean? But, and this is going to sound sappy, sorry. Culturally I'm, honest, it's fine. Pe- the I, people want to know. I'm all about like natural beauty. I want to see you at your worst. Because if I can accept you at your worst, I'm going to love you at your best. Okay. All right, interest. Pitch <laughs> <laughs> that on the throw pillow maze. <laughs> just for the future girls that are you know single or listening you know no nah, i'm just joking <laughs> hey we can pimp you out it's fine yeah yeah i mean i also believe that with myself though because you know um i feel as when i set my mind to something i'm gonna do it so if and you know like right now with instance, let's say like i spent so much time doing you know for my with my focusing my career that maybe i wasn't as focused on my physical health and once i set my mind to my physical health i know i'm gonna achieve it so if a girl likes me now, sticks around, she's going to love it when I get to that, that peak that I'm trying to get at. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's like, if you don't like me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. But like, also, I think in my time, you know, doing my studying for my tests, I had to be happy with myself because if I can't be happy with myself, then how can someone else make me happy? Or how can I make them happy? If I can't make myself happy. Right. So if a girl on a dating app has a, I just woke up like this post, 
and it is a legit she just woke up like this picture of herself is she gaining points or losing points gaining points especially but as if she, if she just has one if she can't have all the pictures like that <laughs> no but like one one showing that she has a personality all those other fun things okay in the bio what are some no-go's and what are some things? Because we had talked previously on the podcast, if it's strictly just emojis in a dude's profile, if it's that they've lived in all of these different places, it normally just means that they're looking for a booty call. Like, those kinds of things. What are we thinking? If girls are posting, they shouldn't be. I think originality. You know, I'm seeing a lot of these posts of these girls saying, I'm a Harry Potter fanatic. <laughs> or like... Swipe right. Yeah. Shoogie yeah. left... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Harry Potter, but you don't gotta tell me that on your bio, like right. you know what I mean? Or like, you know, tattoos and beards. Know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That person's a hipster. So <laughs> it sounds like he just does not like a stereotypical millennial millennial chugster. He does not like that. So don't be chuggy. <laughs> you just wanted to use that word. I love that word and I have been using it consistently. Of course you have. It is my vocabulary now. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Well, do you even I... know what chuggy means? Talking to me? Yeah, you. Yes. I thought I was talking about the whole phrase. Now, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> chuggy is like something that people like either think is like in fashion or it used to be a long time ago when people are still doing it. So just like something that is like not trendy, like super cringy, is chuggy. Harry oh. Potter is not cringy. See, no, Harry Potter, Potter is a classic. Harry Potter itself is not, but adults that are obsessed with Harry Potter is chuggy. Just like Disney adults. Disney adults is off air. Chuggy, yes. Alyssa okay. saying that, don't send me hate mail. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have you... nothing against Disney. I have nothing against anyone that loves Disney. I just think it's Disney. You're a Nickelodeon. Kid. I'm a Nickelodeon person. I don't have anything against Disney. But there I think that if you make that your personality, I'm sorry. Chuggy. That's fair. Okay. Sorry, Mason. Right. We interrupted you. Keep no, going. you're fine. No, you're fine. I want to know about like the worst skate you've ever been on. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel like I know a lot about you and I know a lot of your stories, but like, I don't know if I've ever asked this before. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, I, honestly, I'm going to say like the the worst, I think like one of the worst dates I've been on. And this is like kind of like a being played kind of thing. Like I didn't know I was being played. That makes oh, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, when I was in the military, speaking to a girl back at home. Um, knew this was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, you know, I I was first stationed in Norfolk, so like it was only like a five to six and a six hour drive. So she was talking to her ex, and I didn't know it, and the whole time I'm trying to give the girl a bit of the doubt. <laughs> um, and th- she had still lived with her. You know, this is when I was younger days. So this is when I'm like twenty or nineteen, eighteen, nineteen. She lived with her her family, and um, I figured out on a date. You know, we we went out to eat, everything, had fun. She, um, we could, I brought her back to the house and she's like, you want to come in and talk to my dad? You know, cause you know, obviously it's a big thing with family. Me and her dad started talking about people we knew, you know, we started like talking. I think he gave me a beer. Like he loved me pretty much. So I'm like, oh, On this the is first good. Date? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. This first date, this first date, we had been talking like, we had been talking though, like phone and like, was it like back in the day? Like 17. The, she was 18. <laughs> we have been talking like back and that's back in like the instant messenger days you know mm-hmm. like so um and i had knew her i had knew her from friends i didn't know her, like you know i didn't know her that well but she had been in the same parties and stuff like that so i had left she was rushing me off it was like 10 30 11 i was just like why are you rushing me off for you know like i had this fun night you know and like your parents aren't stopping me or anything like that you Being invited her- me in yes exactly Weirdo. and being being from west virginia you know you live in back roads so when I left, some guy almost hit me. Like he was waiting. It was, I thought he broke down. He was like waiting down the road, almost hit me. I didn't know what was going on. He gave me a dirty look ever, dirty, most dirtiest look ever. I mean, so the next morning, I, I get a text message from her ex boyfriend when that was him waiting to pick her up for her sneak out. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he's oh, telling no. me, um, hey, uh, you know, she doesn't like you. She doesn't even this and that. Why are you bother bothering her? Because he, he's totally oblivious. Didn't know that we were out that night before. And we had, you know, she had came back to my house before I took her home. So that tells you anything. We had hooked up already. So, yeah. So he didn't know any of this stuff. And then I texted him like, hey, dude, like, I'm just letting you know, like, what happened. You know, you can have her, you know. And then she gets mad because I told her some stuff that she didn't want to know. Text me and saying, please don't talk, please don't talk to him. I want to get back with him. Yeah. Well, then you yeah. should have gone out on dates with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. I have a rude question. Go ahead. Shoot. It's not rude to you. Oh, darn it. <laughs> no. But, okay. So, with, so I am from the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. So, military is just a thing. Oh, yeah. I lived in Manassas before. Mm-hmm. Is there such thing as a barracks bunny? Yes. Yes. Knew it. <laughs> Knew it. For those of you who don't know what that is, and anybody in the military should be listening, especially dudes, is that girls love a man in uniform. Some people, they don't care what the uniform is. It could be blue. It could be red. It could be green. It don't matter. But if you are in it, they just want you. And mm-hmm. they will hop barrack to barrack to barrack until they get pregnant, and then they will trap you for your benefits. Can't make a wife out of a hoe. I thought it was called a tag ho, chaser. Ho. You got cleat chaser. You got barracks bunny. You got them all. And then you can Be think warned. about it. And in civilian life, you got um, uh, homie hopper. We call them homie hopper in civilian life. Mm. You know, because the, the girl that hops from homie to homie in the group. Yep. You cannot yeah. call yourself a homie. I'm so sorry. So, <laughs> fun fact about Manassas is that when I was doing sales in Walmart, I was in the Manassas, Virginia, Walmart a lot. It was my favorite. I had a good rapport with the manager, and it was right outside Quantico. And let me tell you, you could tell the woman who married for the man or the husband that married for the woman Versus the person who married for the benefits. Because I was selling cable. Okay. I'm in an ugly red polo. I'm in like I'm in dress pants. And I look like shit. Like I wasn't looking nice for any of this. I'm in a Walmart. For goodness <laughs> sakes. And if I had tried to sell them cable. And the woman had married strictly for the benefits. If she could have blown me up with a glare. I would have been burst into flames. <laughs> I was like. I'm, I don't want him. Like I'm good. <laughs> Like, no. Ew. It was so uncomfortable. And, and see, it's, it's horrible, though, being in the military and dating locally because everybody knows, you know, when you're in the military, everybody knows. You have the haircut. You know, you mm-hmm. get paid on the 1st and 15th. They know. And, like, in Virginia, a lot of the, you know, a lot of families don't, like, let their daughters talk to sailors because of that bad rep, you know. So it was Well, there's the bad harder. rep of the girls, and then you have the dudes that just – it didn't quit it, and then they're like, oh, I'm getting shipped off now. <laughs> but but you know what? I will it's say true. that. You the, but if you had the girls back at home, I, you know, like when I lived like six, seven hours away, they liked it because they knew that you're coming in and you're gone and they didn't have, they can talk to whoever they want. Oh, yes, yeah, 100% mm. twofold. Yeah. What is the best date you've ever been? We'll counteract a bad one with a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you've I been th- on a good date, I don't know, you could be on a bad date. Well, the best date out of all the bad ones. There you go. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say, i probably in California, honestly. Um, I she wasn't uh, from there, was she? She moved there. She was born in Hawaii, and then when she was like she four or five, she moved to California. Still from Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the cool thing about her was her dad was you know Hawaiian or Samoan, and her mom was like this like blonde beach bunny. And she didn't look like either or of them. Like she looked like a perfect mixture. Like she, <laughs> she, she was a. She actually was an Olympic gymnast. Yeah. Does she know Simone Biles? And can I get an autograph? <laughs> I am not kidding. <laughs> you got to creep back into those DMs and let me know because I love Simone Biles. Okay. Okay. I have to. Yeah. I definitely have to ask. Yeah. <laughs> she. Um. And it's my only thing seven is- o'clock there now. Amazing. Oh yeah. I her well her her man don't like me so much now, but yeah, mm. yeah she she might have cheated on him when I moved back to California for a while. Yeah, you were yeah. the other man. You were the first man oh, and the other gosh. man. Damn you. Yeah, I'm yeah, not I'm getting pretty... that autograph now. 
<laughs> you ruined her chances. Thank you. <laughs> she was, and she, and when I when I was dating her in California, she was a surfer instructor. Of course, she was. Yeah, yeah. Be less but, of a stereotype. <laughs> well, it was it was bad though when I found out because like I didn't know she was a, a you know she she told me she did gymnastics. She didn't tell me she was an Olympic gymnast, and I didn't know that until three or four days later going to her house and seeing all these trophies. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> here I am. I feel bad because when she told me she was a gymnast, I was like, yeah, I played football in uh, high school. Yeah. Yeah. You were here, a kid. <laughs> I pretty much like undermined her man explained her like, you she know, bench press you dude. <laughs> she, and then like, you know, I, I shouldn't told my military buddies because then they would like YouTuber Cause you can find like stuff on YouTube of her. And then they'd be like, Oh look, man, you're going to blow it and you're going to lose her. So like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. But I'd say I'd say the date with her was a, was the best because I didn't want to go to uh, my my friends were going to Laguna Beach to play volleyball and I didn't want to go because I was hungover, and they talked me into going. My friend's wife talked me into going, so I went, and I seen her on the beach, and she had like a, a koi fish like half sleeve tattoo, and she of has she a, did. yeah yeah really cool dark complexion like you know so like. I was just, you know, sh- I sh- shooted my shot. Like I, I talked to her for a little bit and then I um, told my friends, I was like, Hey, do you know uh, this girl? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then like they had hooked me up with a number and then uh, here I am. She don't know who I am. Just talked to me once. And I was like, Hey, you know, would you ever want to go? I, I, I sexted her something stupid first, like some corny, like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but she said, yeah, I want to go on a date. You know, I like to go on a date with you. That'd be fine. So then I had took her on a date and we went to like a, you know, like a place to eat along uh, Laguna beach, like right along like the, the boardwalk right beside the the beach or how you say it, not the boardwalk, but I don't know, the strip, I guess. Pier. Yeah. The pier or something like that. So then like, um, yeah, we went out there and afterwards we walked out there and, and sat and talked and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was different. That's cute. That's very sweet. Yeah. I mean, but I mean like I, I feel like when I'm in charge, though, like, I feel like for first dates, like, you got to go not above and beyond. I'm like, I could be corny. You know what I mean? So I'm that person that will, like, uh, find out, like, something, like, I'm all about the small things. So, like, if I'm messaging you, I'll find out something stupid to the point where, like, what's your favorite, you know, candy or your favorite flower or something corny. And then I'll bring that on the first date. That's thoughtful. That is thoughtful. Yeah, corniness so. goes a long way yeah yeah i'm very cliche at times <laughs> doses of clicheness <laughs> you are going straight robot kara <laughs> <laughs> I hope we didn't lose her. I don't think we did. I think. Kara. Remix. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still there, Kara? <laughs> <laughs> I think she's here in some capacity. Yeah, we can just move on and maybe she'll catch back into it. Well, anyways, um, while she's trying to figure out her Wi-Fi, I know that we were talking about um, pet peeves in dating. So I guess what is your like worst pet peeve? Like either when you're on like a first date or when you've been dating somebody for a little while, like what... What is a pet peeve for yours? I okay, so I'm just gonna tell you from a guy's standpoint, like hang out with guys, like so. I the number one I hear from you know other guys, which is it is in mine too. I say one of my pet peeves is when a girl has a mustache. What? <laughs> yeah, like you know, like little mustaches on the side. Like I don't know why. It's just it's a little pet peeve. Okay. Not not saying like I, I I take girls that have mustaches, but I'm just saying like you know when you kind of see it. I don't know. I I, I noticed a lot of guys that <laughs> I've worked with that mentioned that. <laughs> have you ever noticed baby hairs on a woman's face before? Yeah. Hmm. 
Hmm, interesting. What about you, uh, Kara? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I say probably one of the biggest pet peeves, though, is communication. Um, when someone has poor communication, you know, that really grinds my gears when they don't know how to communicate in general, giving you a heads up on stuff or planning stuff or anything like that. I think it has to be like a mutual. And there's not, there's like one sided communication. Yeah, that's hella annoying. Okay. What about you with a guy? A pet peeve of mine? Yeah, yeah. What about with hubby? Um, I would say overall that communication is the biggest thing. Um, I think lack of good communication in any relationship, really. Friendships, marriages, dating, talking, whatever stage anybody's at. Um, even in work, I would say lack of communication um, is the, the catalyst for all issues. Big or small. Okay. Is what I would go with. But when you say bad communication in the dating world, are you meaning like slow to respond to text messages? Do you mean not carrying on conversations? Like, what are we thinking that wise? Um, I say communication in general of, you know, um, I feel like you have to carry the conversation. You know, you have to carry the conversation or in general with. Um, when they're not contributing to the conversation to keep it going. Yes, yes, yes. Or, One word or answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know, what I mean, yeah. Short answers. Or if we're talking about meeting up or something like that, that they aren't like um, coming forward with, um, you know, uh, helping you make plans and stuff like that. Because I understand, like, I think it should be mutual. I feel like the, um, I feel like after a while, you understand going out of your way for somebody, and that's completely fine. But I feel when it comes to like planning stuff, you know, I understand girls don't know how to pick where to eat, <laughs> but. I feel after a while, it's like, you know, make a game out of it. Like, I'll name three things off, and then you help me pick. You know, something like that. That's fair. So you just, like, that don't want to be doing, like, all of it on your we own. We still have problems figuring out where to eat because we both like all of the same things. When we don't, when neither one of us has a craving, it's kind of tricky. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. What were I you saying? it's hard for everybody, but. What were you saying, Alyssa? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. I can hear you fine. I think she. I think she's having problems hearing you, but yeah. I don't know what is going on. Sorry, um, just some minor technical difficulties, but. My thing is with um, pet peeves and whatnot um, on dates. I feel as um, I don't. I don't really have a big, a lot of big pet peeves. I just don't like somebody being on their phone, you know, while I'm talking, or or they are constantly posting stuff on Facebook or talking about social media. Like I feel like on a first date, you shouldn't be venting. Obviously, you know what I mean. Don't be venting me to me about your problems. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm okay with that while we're dating, but on the first date, I feel like you shouldn't vent about your problems or anything in, in general. It should be getting to know somebody, you know, I don't, I don't want to go, I'm getting to know you. I don't want to know automatically you're venting. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. You want it to be a back and forth. Like you're learning about the person, not about yeah. things that they don't like, mm -hmm. unless they're allergic to like nuts or fish and we don't want them to die. <laughs> mm -hmm. But like, yes. I don't care that you don't like the color yellow. Okay. Like, if that makes sense. It was like a very low venting, but or like if yeah, people yeah. don't like Nicolas Cage, like they don't need to go on a rant about how they don't like Nicolas Cage. Exactly, exactly. Not on the first date, at least. He's a very hated actor, apparently.
I know you all have to have some bad first dates, so I know you're married, but you can at least just tell me some bad dates you have been on. The first, the easiest bad story to tell, um, if you hadn't heard this on the podcast, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast yet, um, but shortly before I moved to Pittsburgh, I had gone on a date with somebody who hit on another girl in front of me while we were on our date. Oh, no. And the only regret I have is that I didn't tell her that we were on a date. Like, I played it off. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell him that he was a creeper. Um, and I should have saved her from it. And I feel really bad about that. I, I Yeah, no. I, I've been on a date where she where she seen her ex-boyfriend. And she went out of her way to say not hi to him. While we're like gonna be seated. No. Yeah, I, I I'm not saying like ignore him completely, but you know, I'm yeah. Or 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 I've been on a date where she has met people she knows and she didn't introduce me to them. Mm, that's rude. That's just rude. Yeah, I mean it's awkward, I guess, if you're on a first date because you don't want them to think that you're dating them. But still. No, but you could be like, hey, this is my friend Mason, or this is my friend Bob. Yeah, no, I agree. And you can follow up with them later and be like, yo, it was just a first date. Like, that's not that big of a deal. Unless these are, like, the mean girls from high school that you're still trying to impress and you're 24. Like, that's weird. Right, right. Like, that part's not normal. Alyssa's first dating story was going out with Clayton. And that obviously worked well. And she threatened him with pepper spray the whole time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely that's definitely probably a scary situation for uh, for him. Because <laughs> 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 Liz is having trouble right now with her sound, but her facial expressions are still on point. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know either. If that was a bad date. I feel like a lot of them are also suppressed memories because they didn't last that long. Ooh, we heard you, Liz. Keep going. No, that was me. <laughs> oh, never mind. That was Mason playing tricks. Um, I was, I was, well, I was going to tell her to unmute herself on the, the video, then she could maybe. Oh, maybe. Okay, so I have a question. If you've been on Bumble before, Mm-hmm. what is the best pickup line you've received from a girl? Because the girl on Bumble has to make the first move. Right. That's how I got Dan. Ooh. Oh. I don't, know, I don't remember what my line was. <laughs> oh, come on. You got to share something now that you said that. I really don't know. Um, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the best and the worst. Okay. Um, the best one I got was just, it's corny. It was something of the such, like, you know, I think guys have used this probably. That's probably where guys got it from. I'm headed to the grocery store. What do you want me to grab? I'll be over in a little bit. All right. Cute and creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and then the worst was, um, I'm pretty sure you're my therapist. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What had happened was uh, a patient had uh, put, like, fake pictures up and made, like, a fake bumble. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. Didn't have didn't have a real name or anything. That is a stage five clinger if I've ever heard of one. Yeah, yeah, that was really awkward to uh, go into session with next time. I would have canceled. <laughs> Been like, no thanks. Do you have any tender nightmares? List. Still trying to get my headphones to work. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, the only Tinder date I ever went on was only one with my husband. I haven't been on any other Tinder dates. My very first Tinder date. I'm surprised I stayed on apps. Um, I think we talk about it in the first episode, but so if anybody wants to go back and listen to it, but um. He attempted to do a strip tease, and I laughed in his face. Oh, wow. And then left, and my girlfriends were pulling into the parking lot because I brought some friends on this date with me to be, like, next door because 
I obviously watch Law and Order SVU, as so does like 98% of the female population. And Olivia Vincent teaches us all a, a lot about safety. And so they pulled into the parking lot and then we went out to the bars and had a great time. But yeah, um, he attempted to do a strip tease and I laughed in his face. And then he said, if we're not going to sleep together, then I'm going to go out. And I said, well, great. Can I use your bathroom? Because I'm leaving. But wow, I um, I uh, on Hinge, I had a girl message me. Cause you message first on Hinge. She messaged me first. Seeing that I put up, I should never put this up on my occupation. I put therapist. She messaged me, "Are you a what kind of a therapist are you?" I said, "A mental health." And she said, "Oh well, can you help me? I got questions about my ex boyfriend and blah 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 blah." Yeah, yeah. That's heavy and awkward. She was like, he always gets quiet when this happens and that happens. And then I looked at her page because they can message you without matching. So when she messaged me, I looked at her page and she was like, um, like I think like she was like a college student from China. So I don't think she knew like her culturally wasn't aware. You know what I mean? Like you probably shouldn't ask that, you know, but but I have I've had I've had I've had other people message me about being a therapist and saying like, um, so just before we start talking, do I have to worry about you treating me like a patient? I'm like, okay, I got to take this down because I feel like I, wasn't I was going to say, <laughs> you may want to just take off your profession for a hot second or just rename it for something. <laughs> profession, I swear I have a job. I, I will, we'll, we'll talk more later. I, I almost like feel unmasculated though with the career field I'm in now. Hmm. You know, like, yeah, because I, I mean, I've worked hard labor all my life, and now that I feel like that I'm working like a, a therapist job or inside job, that it won't take me as serious or think that I, I know how to do manly things or something like that, you know, or like Just a post friend. a picture of you lifting lumber and you'll be fine. Right, right, and, and I don't look like a, a normal therapist. You know, I have I have a sleeve of tattoos and everything. So, which is really probably very good for your profession. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because there's the military background, so I'm sure there's, like, PTSD training and stuff like that. Like, I think the fact that for the career path in which you have chosen and what it can do for somebody, all of those things are good signs. Right. It comes to dating, meh. She's going to be dumb. Let her be dumb. You didn't need her anyway. I, I think one of the biggest problems that this, you know, talking about dating and for, like, you know, when, I think like the biggest problem is being 32 is... And dating is girls want to know, okay, you're 32, what's wrong with you? So you're still single. I mean, you can always say what's wrong with you while you have three kids. That was rude of me. I'm normally a female advocate. Ouch, I'm just saying. Yeah, why do you have three sex trophies, you know? <laughs> See, that's where that went. But I'm just saying, if somebody's going to project that onto you, then you also then have to be able to take it. I'm not saying whether the stereotype is right or wrong, but... I do genuinely think that people are getting married later in life. Right. And I think that's because standards are high. People are putting careers first. People don't necessarily know if they want kids. The life expectancy is a lot greater. Like, we're all not dying at 40, okay? Like, right. we can take some time. We can explore some avenues. It's fine. If you do get married young, there's nothing wrong with that. But people also fall in love at 60, and everybody praises them. Because they know how to do the waltz. Then they go viral on Instagram Reels and TikTok. And I love them. So I'm just well, saying. Well, and I agree with that. And I think my one of my close friends, um, uh, I'll, just say, I'll just say Char. I'll call her Char. She put it to me pretty good. She was, she's like, you know, you're 32 because you're not selling for less. You know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and being 32, I know I've, I've had my, my share of fun. So... The person I want to end up with, I know I don't have to like get bored after two or three years and want to go have some fun because I've had that fun already. So that's that's how I see it, and and then and I agree with that. You know what I mean? I feel like when people get married so young, it sets them up for failure more than anything. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, poo poo's on <laughs> high school lovebirds, so <laughs> she's poo pooing on them. So she's a big advocate for fun. Um, well, well, getting married at a young age in like the seventies were cool, but now it's kind of hard, <laughs> you know. I mean, it really. I think I think it depends on when you meet your person, and right. I think that that's fine. But I don't think that people 
I, I mean, I personally didn't settle because of societal norms. Like, I was like, the so- I was like, society can say this, but like, I'm less afraid of society and the random small circle that I'm going to make wherever I live versus I am of divorce. Right. Because that's then even bigger societal pressure and look down versus getting married, not at 22, right out of college and then getting divorced because then you have to explain that. Right. Like I have friends who are married, who have been married and who are divorced and who are dating again. And that's an awkward topic to bring up. Right. Because then there's a different stigma that comes with that. Well, what's wrong with you? Why did you get married so young? Like people just throw it in your face because people are assholes. Right. So like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. What difference does it make as long as you're happy? And I I think people that are so that, you know, that that start over, you know, are so strong and minded because and so resilient because it is hard to start over after you've been together with somebody for so long. You know, you got that baggage, you got this, you got that. But when I tell people, you know, um, people that are giving someone multiple chances, I mean, so if you, I feel like I tell people when they give somebody multiple chances, just think, though, they're giving this guy multiple chances and there's this guy out there that only needs one chance, you know, and I mean, why live yourself miserable when you can be happy, but it's going to be rough at first. You know what I mean? And on ladies, on that note, I feel like you could take that to the bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will be posting photos of Nathan, so if you are interested, please let us know. Sounds good. Just so you know, Mason. Yeah, just get my approval uh, first. Well, let's let our listeners get back to their daily lives, but thank you so much for joining us, Nathan, and being our first male perspective on dating and things like that. Hopefully you can join us again. I, yeah, what did you say? I'm sorry. Oh, I just said thanks for joining us and hopefully you can come back again. Thank you for uh, listening for Truly Honest. <laughs> um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at truly underscore honest KL. Like, subscribe, leave us a review, and see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Yay! <laughs>